and welcome to a new episode of the Seriously in Business podcast. Thank you for being here. My name is Jackie, if we haven't met before, and pretty much I just want to help you to do your designs really great for your business. I know that's not really fancy wording, but that's really the heart behind it. And today I want to talk to you about what you need to be thinking about when you are designing your brand. This is applicable for if you're working with a designer or if you're DIYing through one of my programs, or if you're rebranding a brand that you already have. If you're trying to work out if you should rebrand or not, head back to episode 79 called, Is It Time to Rebrand? Three questions to ask yourself. Make sure you have a listen to that because that will help you know whether it's time to rebrand or not. And then when you're ready to rebrand or create a brand from the beginning, listen to this episode. Let's dive in. Welcome to Seriously in Business, the podcast for all things branding, design, marketing, and business strategy for your small business. I'm your host, Jackie Norton, pro graphic designer and coach at White Deer Graphic Design. This podcast is for small business owners who love to have fun and take their business seriously. We'll be diving into DIY graphic design and the crucial role that it plays in building a successful business, business that is not only your passion, but is taken seriously by the world. You'll also learn key branding insights from yours truly, as well as gleaning marketing strategy and business advice from guest industry experts. I've supported hundreds, if not thousands of women over the last 10 years to transform their brand and design and in doing so, helping them to build successful and sustainable businesses while living the life they love. And today I get to help you do the same. Join us every week for a new episode to fuel you with inspiration, equip you to thrive and to get you looking seriously in business. Let's dive in. So branding a business is obviously a huge deal because it can make, play a huge role in p- the way people perceive us, the way our audience perceives us, the value they place on us, what our first impressions are, how professional people deem us to be, so many, so many different things. It also affects our loyalty. It affects um, how we shop in the business, so many things. I could go on about it for episodes and episodes, and I already have. So I'm not going to do that here. But what I want to help you to think through is what you need to make sure you're focusing on and thinking about before you embark on the journey of designing your brand or getting a designer to work on your brand for you. These are things you need to make sure that you've thought through, have really clear answers for. Otherwise, what you create or what you get a designer to create is going to be murky, unclear, and probably won't stand the test of time. It won't be something that actually lasts you the life of your business or a good five 10 years, which it's okay to rebrand after five or 10 years because things kind of go out of trend by then. But we want to be thinking about these things from the beginning so we can make really great, robust decisions for our business. So let's get into it. The first question you need to be thinking about and pondering is what is the journey someone is going on to work with me? What are the touch points? We're going to go into this more in some future questions. I'm not going to dwell on this for too long, but in essence, a brand is let's even discuss what a brand is. A brand is like the intangible attributes of a business that kind of separate and differentiate one business from another. It's not just my logo. It's not just my colors. It's your whole brand message. It's it's why you do what you do. It's what your brand marketing is. It's how you look is obviously. Um, it's what your brand voice is. It's what people feel when they work with you. It's the kind of person you are and how that is outworked in your business. It's your price point. It's the, the quality of the product or service. It's so many different things in into one. And we can represent that visually through graphic design. That's obviously where I come into things. And so you can do that through a logo, but it's not just your logo. It's your colors. It's your fonts. It's your overall brand vibe. It's the way things look and feel that gets visually put across every single part of your business. So many parts of our business have visual aspects to it. Your social media, your website, your flyers, your presentations, your proposals, your invoices, everything of those is visual. And it's all of those different parts of the client's journey or a customer's journey. Do all of those different parts connect? Do they make sense? Are they cohesive? Are they a beautiful interconnected 
making sense part of a business and how can you apply your branding to those things? And so think about just in, as you're going into all the questions I'm going to share with you next, think about all those different touch points. Where is someone coming into contact with your business? Where are they first finding you? Is it through a Google search? Is it through word of mouth and finding your Instagram? Is it through a viral reel? Is it through a fly? Is it through a storefront? How are people finding you? And then what's their next step? And then what's their next step? And what's their next step after that? Is every part of the journey thought through and considered? We're going to get into that more in, in the next question. So I'm going to pause that one there. The next thing to think about is, is the monster question. It's the big key ticket, high ticket question. And that is, what do you want someone's first impression to be? And what do you want to communicate to them when they see you? And so there's so many things you want to be communicating. You want to be communicating your price point. Are you a really affordable product or service or are you a really high-end luxe product or service? Are you charging thousands of dollars or are you charging $10? Because either side of the spectrum, you want to make sure that you're representing that through your visuals. You want to make sure that you know what you want to represent. If you are a really luxe brand, don't go looking like a cheap, affordable business. At the same time, if you're a really cheap and affordable business, don't go looking like a fancy luxe brand. I always give the example of pizza menus, if you've seen that before, where if you've got a pizza menu that looks like a $10 pizza, don't be doing using like black and luxe fonts and clean lines and beautiful crisp design because it's going to look like you serve a $40 pizza and people aren't going to come to you for that cheap pizza. They're going to come in and think, why does this not make sense? I wanted a $10 pizza and now this is a I wanted a $40 pizza and now I'm getting a $10 pizza and the quality isn't what I was after today. I would go to the $10 pizza shop if I wanted a $10 pizza. And so how can you represent your business's price point through your visuals? It's really important that you know what your price point is and where you stand on that spectrum. Are you in the middle? Are you at the start? You're at the end. Where are you sitting and how can you make sure you represent that visually? The second thing to consider in this first impression question is what are the brand vibes? What do you, what, what do you want people to, to, to feel and to vibe when they're working with you or when they see you? Are you a high energetic, fun, playful, inspiration-filled brand or are you a brand that you want, wants people to feel really calm and relaxed? Do you want people to feel really edgy and motivated and like they want to break the rules and, and make a change? Or do you want people to feel really nurtured and like they can really like just understand something about a certain particular topic or that you're really reliable? Like what is it you want people to feel? Because those things can be represented through your graphics as well. For example, my branding, if you've seen it, is like bright purples and blues and peaches. I don't want people to feel calm when they work with me. I do. But I literally, I can't, I'm not a calm, nurturing kind of person. I'm more of a, let's go do this and let's do that. I'm that kind of person. So it'd be stupid of me to try to put something into my business that wasn't really me because I'm such a strong personal brand. And so how can you bring either, either yourself in or what you want people to feel when they work with you into the way that your business looks? So then when someone goes to Instagram and then they go on to work with you, the vibes are the same vibes are the same. That way you're going to be attracting the right people. The people that want to work with you are going to be drawn in and the people that you're going to work well with are going to be drawn in and they're going to have a really cohesive process because what they see when they first get to know you and when they work with you is really cohesive and makes sense to them. And it means that they can be like, they get what they wanted. You know, if, if again, same with the price point thing, if, if I come to you wanting a really cheap thing and then you're looking like you're really expensive and I'm just going to, it's just going to be confusing. The messages aren't aligning. So how can you make sure your, your messages are aligning with the vibes you want to portray? The third thing to think about when you're thinking about that first impression is, is who are you? Especially if you're a personal brand or you're the mass massive face of the business, then you want to make sure that you're represented in the business. Kind of similar to what I was talking about before. If I was to create a brand that wanted people to feel really calm and nurtured and, and relaxed, 
it would probably be really hard for me to do that because that's not who I am. Even in my mothering style, I'm kind of like a bit, I'm not like the really um, maternal kind of figure. And so how can you represent who you are and what you're like into your branding? I know that when someone sees my Instagram and then they hear me talk, something's aligning there. It makes, it makes a lot of sense. Whereas if you came to my Instagram and then you heard me talk and I was talking like this today, we're going to be looking at design. Design is a key. It just wouldn't make sense. It doesn't align with who I am. And so how can you represent who you are through your graphics? It's okay to represent who you are through your graphics, especially if you're one of those personal brands. Don't feel like you need to separate yourself from the business. You are going to ooze into your business. You cannot help it. And so lean into that instead, because that way you're going to attract the right people and it's going to make sense to them when they work with you as well. The fourth thing you want to consider is who do you want to work with? And who are you working with and who do you want to call in? Because if you're creating a brand that calls in the wrong people, you're going to get dissatisfied customers. So if you really are intentional about the kind of person you want to work with and drawing them in through the right visuals, then you're going to get the right clients who are going to be really happy clients, who you're going to be able to serve well and who are going to be raving clients. And so really considering who do I want to work with? Don't just say everyone. Unless you're water, not everyone needs you or wants you or will work well with you. Think about people that you've worked with well in the past. Think about friendships you've had if you haven't worked with anyone before. Potentially take on a few pro bono clients so you can get to know who you gel best with and start to work this stuff out because when you do that, you can create graphics that are going to call them in accordingly. You create graphics that they're going to see and think, oh, wow, I really want to work with that person because like for me, for example, I love purple and I love bright, beautiful sunset colors and, and those kind of tones. I wouldn't probably be drawn to a khaki, green, dark, brand. That's not really kind of my thing. And so it doesn't even have to be like as bold and crazy as my brand, but it does need to be something that draws me in and appeals to me. And so how can you do that for your audience? Whether that just involves talking to them, asking them, um, making some generalizations that will help you to form that picture. The last thing you want to represent is what you do. If you are a florist, use colors to represent floristry. Don't go using like lots of grays and colors that aren't found in flowers or nature because it won't it won't, it, it, it will jar. It won't feel cohesive or congruent. It will not make sense to your audience. Think about what you do and how you can represent that through your design. So obviously we've already talked about the vibes so how you people to feel when they work with you, how you can, how can you represent that through colors and, and design as well in terms of what you do. So if you're a fast food restaurant, can you use really food related colors like, like reds and yellows and oranges? Or if you're a really corporate business, can you use all of those more, more steely blues and grays? Because that helps to represent what you do. So think about what you do and how you can represent that, whether it's through color, whether it's through the design in general, but making sure that that feels cohesive and congruent, not jarring, like you're trying to just totally reinvent the wheel. But what you do is pretty standard. You know, you don't want to do like, I was saying this in a presentation I did today, actually. If you are a florist and you had um, rays and and a red and another color that wouldn't work and let's just do grays, grays and reds. Then if I, if I searched like florist when I was visiting a town and I wanted to find a florist to send some flowers to a friend with, and I saw a red and black website, I'd be like, a florist? Or is that like a tattoo parlor? Or is that like a fast food place? Like I'd be really confused. And so we want our branding to make sense of what we do. So people, when people see us, they're like, ah, cool. Question it. We don't want people to question what we do unless you're really going against the grain with what you do in your business. 
I just wanted to interrupt for a moment to say that if you're enjoying this episode, I would love to invite you to my free three-part video training to help you to create your own stunning visual brand, helping you to grow your business faster and to feel and look a million bucks. If you're ready for the best year of business yet, then join over 1,000 business owners who have already taken part in the challenge to get started on creating your own brand. Join us today at whitedeer.com.au forward slash challenge. That's the color white, the animaldeer.com.au forward slash challenge. Cannot wait to see you there. Let's get back to the episode. All right. So that's, that's what you want to think about in those first impressions, making sure that you're communicating the right message in your visuals. You need to ask yourself those questions. So just to go over them again was your price, what vibes you want people to have when they see your brand, who you are, who you work with and what you do and how you can represent that. All right. Next, you want to think about creating a brand in general is where do you want your brand to go? Not like in the future, although that is really important. I would actually think about that too, but practically where are you using it? Like, is it on Instagram? Is it on your website? Is it on a flyer? Is it on a proposal? Is it on an invoice? Is it on an ad? Is it on a pamphlet? Is it on a business card? Is it on an email signature? Those things. You think about those things, you're able to actually create graphics that are going to cross all of these things. Like if someone came to me and they wanted me to design their logo for them and their brand for them, they didn't tell me all the different parts they wanted their brand to go across. I might not make the brand suitable for print. It might not actually look good when printed. And so all of their print collateral they didn't tell me they needed looks kind of rubbish. And so really thinking about where is this going to appear and how can I make sure this actually goes across everything? Do you need to go on a t-shirt or an apron or a hat like or a bag or a pen? Like we need to make sure that we're thinking these things through because that's going to determine maybe the colors that you use. Because if you're going to be doing a lot of print collateral, I wouldn't recommend doing lots of bright colors because bright colors either won't print well or you have to pay a lot of money to print them well. We don't really want that. But if you're mainly an online business, go for it. Use mostly bright colors and just know that when you do a few print things, it's probably going to be a bit, bit more faded. Same kind of thing goes with where your logo is going to be created. If you're going to put a logo on a pen, it needs to be visible really, really small. It needs to be a really long logo. Um, and obviously, if you're working with a designer, hopefully they'll do this. Or if you in my inside my course, I'll show you how to do this. We want to create variations of our logo. You want to have like a square version, a tall version, a long version, a version that's great, really small, just a part of your icon version. All these different variations so that you can have this flexibility to use your logo across a multiple range of different things. And so having that clarity before you even begin of where you want to use your branding, it's going to help you to have a more holistic picture so that what you create is going to actually work across everything. So whether that's the sizing of your logo, the colors you use, the fonts that you use, some fonts are better off in print, some fonts are better off on screen. Um, even to things like making sure that you have different brand elements that are going to work on different things. Like if you're going to do social media graphics and you're doing a new post every single day, you're going to need a lot of variety in the way that you create your graphics. So maybe a lot of different brand elements, for example, I speak about this elements a lot, but pretty much it's just graphics that you use to kind of build out your brand. You're going to want a few more of those. And maybe if you were just doing one flyer and one business sign for your business, and that was all. You're going to need a few more things if you're planning on being really present on social media or doing a lot of a lot of different collateral for your business. And so thinking those things through can be helpful. And finally, how easy does your brand need to be used? Are you doing all the graphics? You need to be quite straightforward because you don't have the time. Or is your team doing it? Or are you hiring a, hiring a graphic designer? If you're hiring a graphic designer to do everything, then maybe your brand can be more intricate because they can handle that. Or if you're doing everything and you feel really like you really enjoy using Canva and you really enjoy playing, then have a really intricate brand because you find that fun. But if you're really strapped on time and find design really hard or your team doesn't really know how to design and they're the ones touching on your graphics, make your design really simple. You can make it effective and still make it simple. You can make it beautiful and still make it simple. 
Or if you have that space, you have that budget for a design or you have that desire to do it really beautifully yourself or you have someone on your team who loves doing that stuff, allow it to be a little bit more complex. Allow it to be a little more intricate because it's going to be able to do that. It's going to be able to expand on that really well. And so just thinking through those questions is going to help you to make really great brand decisions. So your brand not only looks good now, but it lasts the test of time. Because sometimes like as a designer, I might give a brand to someone, but they haven't actually thought through all of these things properly. And it means that when they actually go to use things, they realize there's holes. They realize, oh, I don't actually have anything for that kind of asset for my business. Or my team has no idea how to use this. Even though Jackie provided this great tutorial, my team doesn't have any skills in Canvas. So we needed a simpler brand. Or I needed to put this on a pencil. This logo isn't perfect for putting on a pencil. Why didn't I think of that? And so thinking through these things first, you're not going to think of everything. But thinking through these things first is going to make your brand more robust, more easy to use, more connective to you, more connective to your audience, and an overall really, really robust, lasting brand that's going to last your your business 5, 10, 15 years, rather than being something you have to redo in six months' time because you realize it didn't actually fit the bill. You realize it wasn't attracting your audience. You realize your price point was not what you're wanting it to be. You realize that you didn't actually want to work with that kind of person or that you were trying to hide who you were when actually you love khaki green. So why did you shy away from that? And so thinking through these questions can be so, so helpful. So thank you for joining me today. I hope you found that one helpful and all the best as you create your brand or your rebrand. And just as a small note, if you're listening to this in time, I'm having a sale in November for my course, DIY Design My Biz. And if you're looking to learn more around branding and design, you are going to want to have in on this sale. It's the only public sale that I do. And it is an epic one with some epic bonuses. So stay tuned for that. Anyway, that is all. Thank you for joining me and I'll see you next week. Bye. Well, that is not the end. If you'd like to keep hanging out, join me over on Instagram at whitedeergd and you can see all sorts of tips, updates and more there. Or you can head to my website at whitedeer.com.au for more. See you next week.